Yeah, good morning. Uh, my name is Robin Dunbar. I'm the president and CEO of Grid Metals. Grid is a, a exploration development company focused in the province of Manitoba for critical metals, uh, nickel and lithium. Robin, nice to meet you. Um, good to be talking about Grid today. The the market has seemed to pick up. Lithium prices are strong again and nickel prices are strong again. Um, you've also put out some news releases uh, this year. You've picked up some more uh, lithium ground and you've got some drill results. So let's talk about lithium first uh, and then we'll come on to the nickel and the co um, the copper and the PGMs later. So um, could you just summarize the drill results from Donner Lake, please? Sure. Um, at uh, Donner Lake, to date, we've identified two um, LCT pegmatites. Um, they're uh, we're drilling, um, we've drilled both of them now and we're, we've gone back to the main dike right now and, and are drilling uh, to put together a resource. Um, I'd characterize the results as, 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 as good grade, um, consistent. The dikes aren't that wide, but they're very consistent and high grade and they're vertical. So our, um, you know, our thinking is that, uh, they'll be, uh, they'll be mineable and, um, you know they're in an excellent location, so we're we're pleased what we're seeing, and and um, you know we want to uh, put together a resource by the end of uh, with the drilling to be completed by the end of uh, this March. And how much of a strike? How much strike length of those dikes did you did you drill out, and, and what depth did you get to? Sure. So yeah, last year in 2022, we drilled at the Northwest Dike, and we had about a strike length there of about 600 meters. Uh, deepest vertical was about 250 meters. We didn't uh, uh, have enough time to complete enough holes to, to put together resource there. Um, we're now at the at the main dike, and we've we've identified kind of a core area, eight to 850 meters, um, and now the deepest vertical hole uh, I think is uh, close to 300 meters. So really, we're 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 now um, in the process of effectively drilling drilling off a grid pattern at you know, 70 to, to 90 meter step outs um, to uh, to put together uh, uh, initial resource. And I can say that, you know, generally speaking in that in that uh, window, the 800 meter strike length of the main dike, uh, we're, we're seeing a pretty consistent, uh, you know, spodumene intervals. And, and that's the same at the Northwest dike um, over the 600 meters as well. And is it, is it fair to say kind of it's one meter at 1% um, uh, lithium, um, Li uh, L2O. Li2O. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of the intercepts have been over one and a half percent. We'll see what the average is. Um, but it's it's pretty good grade. Yeah. One meter is kind of a rule of thumb, kind of the, the average thickness. No, I mean the again the, the northwest dike um, is somewhat uh, over four meters, and the main dike probably around three meters. But the other thing we're seeing now is parallel dikes. So, you know, we've seen there's some variability. The, the narrowest will be, you know, a meter and a half, two meters, and the widest would be, you know, nine or 10 meters. So this is why you do the resource to get the, get the average and see, see what it yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. But um, essentially it's, it's um, wide enough to uh, be able to get a bit of mechanized equipment in there. I think the kind of the two meters, 2.2 .2 meters is your typical Minimum That's right. Mining yeah, with, yeah, with the yeah. We think we, we've we've modeled it using a three three meter mining uh, mining width, and um, you know are satisfied that you know the the mining would be if it's underground be pretty economical uh, based on 
it's vertical, um, very, very consistent, good grade. And, um, yeah, it, uh, the, the, you're, you're mining a white, uh, pegmatite and a, um, uh, a black, uh, a host rock so you know visually easy to, to look at as well um, I, I know let's not jump the gun but there's when you when you, a, a typical method for dealing with a relatively narrow but subvertical uh um resource in a competent rock is something like long hole open stoping you know could you imagine that being a um kind of a logical uh, uh, i think approach? so yeah yeah i think so um yeah i mean let's not jump the gun but um no exactly <laughs> Yeah. And uh, you're also talking about step outs of 70 to 80 meters, which is um, an indication of statistically a statistical confidence in that in that distance, you know, that step out. It's, so what by implication, you must have had relatively similar grade in your um, or consistent grade in your drill hole intersections. Yeah, I mean. So we, uh, back in 2018, we drilled at the main dike and we did a, uh, series of holes, shallow holes about, you know, probably average 50 meters depth. And, um, you know, those were, uh, over the 800 meter strike length. I think we did 10 holes in that. So pretty wide step outs. And then, you know, all those holes hit, they ran from 1.5 to 1.8% Li2O. And, um, and so we're really following and, 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 and drilling underneath that now. Um, and, uh, you know, with, with, um, lithium, you know, it's, uh, there's a certain amount of visual, um, you know, estimates you can do because of the uniqueness of the spodumene, um, blades and mineralization, you know, so if you don't see any spodumene, you're probably not going to have a lot of lithium. So, you know, we're, we're, we're comfortable in continuing to drill, based on on visual but you know we, we we're not one of the companies that would you know some companies say oh we got 20 percent visual uh spodge meeting these holes and we're, we we don't you know we're not really comfortable doing that we we, we want to wait for the assays before we uh, put out the numbers i've been i've been burnt by putting out um visual estimates before and mineralization and it's it's always a dangerous game you've just got to wait yep. for those assays what's the timing of the, the the drilling are you drilling there at the moment and we are you know how much how much longer how many rigs and what's what's the program yeah so we have two, we have two drill rigs uh going um and uh, we hope to finish the uh about another 5000 meters within you know a, a roughly a month and that would be um taking the the main dike uh vertically along the 800 meter um strike length down to around between 3 and 400 meters and then on the uh the northwest dike um we have about 3000 meters planned to kind of fill in the gaps. And, um, we've, we actually mapped that pegmatite to the North, um, where we hadn't drilled, uh, this summer. So we're going to try to extend that a little bit as well. And, and based on, is, is that an extra 3000 meters? So 5,000 meters for the main, for the main dike. No, and then so sorry, but 3, it's about, it's about, it's about, uh, uh, it's, it's roughly 2,500 meters to finish the main dike and, and, and 2,500 to 3,000 on, on the Northwest dike. So yeah, it'll be a little over 5,000 meters in, in, uh, you know, and the drills are, we're making pretty good progress. It's, uh, um, it's mid of winter now, so it's, uh, drilling slowed down a little bit, but, uh, they're still making a pretty good meterage. So, and so, um, let's say finish drilling by the beginning of March, assays back. What are your assay turnarounds times like at the moment? Uh, it varies, you know, it's from, you know, three to, you know, nine weeks. 
Um, with with the uh, lithium, sometimes you know we can we can uh, rush certain assays to get them uh, faster. So um, you know they're starting to come in uh, quick more more quickly now. So you know we would hope to have you know most of the assays back on you know um, you know say we fit you know mid April something like that. Average is yep. six weeks something like that. Yeah, yeah, and then and then you obviously would like to put out a maiden resource. That's right. Yes. And we're we're consulting with a you know a resource geologist to kind of guide us in terms of density of holes and you know that type of thing. What you know what we might expect. So, uh, so that'll logically be the second half of the year sometime. Yes. Yeah. I mean, ideally by the end of the second quarter, but you know, there's always delays. So there are always delays. We, we yes. know about those delays. Um, <clears throat> But I might and, add, um, it's it, it uh, you know since we we really just started on the project drilling, um, you know about a year ago. So you know from from start to a maiden resource, uh, you know we're 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 trying to really move things along quickly. So good. How much is that? So so how much of your um, how much are you allocating in terms of budget? You know how much have you allocated for this element? Yeah. So th- that'll be about another uh, million and a half uh, in funding for that. Um, and that's, that, that project is, is, uh, 75, uh, grid, 25% lithium royalties. So they're funding 25% of that. They're funding. Okay. So they're funding 25% of that one and a half. Yes. Yeah. And then we're also doing, uh, we have other things going on. We've got met work going on. We've got a, a, a drone survey going on. We're still processing samples from our field program from last year. You know, we have a couple thousand samples that are, um, taking longer to get assayed because, there's more of them, um, so there's a. Um, we've got an advanced exploration permit being prepared for um, to, to enable a bulk sample. So you know, lots of lots going on. So the, you know, the total budget for that project is, you know, it's right now is uh, you know roughly two and a half million dollars. You know, plus we have to do the resource calculation. So yeah, okay. lots of money being spent. Um, so close, close to three million dollars. Yeah. Something um, like that. Um, and and the drone survey, what's that uh, going to give you? Yeah, so it looks like a lot of the um, the mineralization is uh, structurally controlled, um, kind of faults coming off the to the south, and 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 so having a, a, a detailed drone survey can um, you put that together with lithogeochemistry, so you see these fault areas, and if you see elevated. Um, lithium numbers in uh, in the host rocks then that uh, gives you a pretty good drill target so that's that's our approach are you doing a lidar server i mean is it is it a or is it just um, photogrammetry it's 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 magnetics yeah the magnetics okay yeah. i've worked with lidar and and when you get that incredibly good quality uh, image which could go through vegetation that just the structure pops out and you can see particularly with the pegmatites you know you, and, the, and the dikes going across you can really see it coming through so i wondered whether that was that but you, no, yeah mag- the other thing too is is the is the, the mag uh, it it uh, can differentiate between uh, the rock groups um, the rock types when you um, when you have uh, detailed mapping uh, so uh, that's another um, benefit of the, of the mag survey Good. Now, what's your cash position at the moment? Uh, we have about ten million dollars in the till. Uh, and you did a you brought on some new strategic shareholders uh, in the capital raise you did last year. That's right. Yes, mostly Australian uh, investors. Yeah, um, 
So uh, Lithium Royalty was a participant. Um, uh, they were an existing shareholder. Um, and then uh, Primero Engineering, uh, uh, who's, who's doing a lot of work in uh, process engineering in North America in the lithium space. Um, they were one of the largest subscribers. Um, and then AMCI Group, which is a U.S. private equity um, group that invests in projects um, uh, they came in as well. And then that's kind of the core group. And then there was a, a bunch of, uh, you know, high net worth uh, Australian uh, mining investors that participated. So it was kind of a group. Yeah. I mean, um, no disrespect, but Grid's kind of quite a small company. It's um, you know, quite North American in its approach. What was the link to Australia? That uh, investor group had invested in a company called uh, Green Technology Metals in, in Ontario. Um, that uh, went public in Australia um, and they're working up in Seymour Lake and the market cap's done well. They've gone you know, from the startup to about 200 million market cap. And they're looking at, I guess, the looking at uh, Thunder Bay as a, as a hub for, you know, lithium development and um, uh, potentially, you know, a chemical a hydroxide plant going in somewhere in the Thunder Bay area. Um, and, and then they look next door in Manitoba, which, you know, we believe is going to become a lithium hub as well. And they sized up the, uh, you know, the, the field there and the companies and thought that we were the best position of the juniors. And, um, and so, uh, approached us to, um, to invest. So that's how the dis discussions got going. And um, how are you going to get your market cap from $30 million to $200 million? What's, what are the drivers there? What, what, what's, what's the method? Well, finding, finding economic deposits is really, you know, if you have an economic deposit, um, and the market, uh, sees the value there, then, then your market cap's going to increase. That's really what the business is about. Right. So, um, that's that's what we're trying to do at, at uh, Donner Lake and at uh, our base metal project. And at Tanco, I mean, with with Tanco, and you've got the MOU on this the, kind of the sales yeah. agreement. Yeah. Do you have a kind of an internal calculation of what can, what would make an um, an economic deposit in terms of tonnage and grades? So with Tanco, um, you know, and for the listeners who don't know, the the Tanco is the only producing spodumene mine in Canada right now, and it's it's uh, they're at the the, the Tanco pegmatite has been in production off and on since 1968. Um, they're in the process of expanding their um, their lithium operation, and uh, they want more sources of feed for to feed the mill. So, um, you know, they approached us again as you know a company that seemed to have good prospects for for, for resources, and um, you know the what we're talking about is is. Uh, uh, toll milling in the range of you know 200 to 500,000 tons per annum so um, what what that means is that um, we don't need as a large a, a resource to be able to supply 200,000 tons where if, if you have a standalone a project and you need to build, build your own concentrator you might need you know 10 to 15 million tons you know or more and so um, it offers um, you know, a chance to get in production sooner because we don't have to build our own concentrator and, and, and with a smaller resource and also faster. And, and, um, you know, I think our view is that, you know, there, there could be, you know, five or six years of, um, elevated lithium prices. And if we're able to get in production, um, sooner than later, um, and capture those elevated lithium prices, 
um, might be able to, to make quite a bit of money. So the rock, you know, right at, at kind of current prices today that we're drilling off is worth about a thousand dollars a ton. And, um, assuming you, you know, could mine it, you know, for a hundred dollars a ton, say, um, that's a heck of a margin. So, um, you know, it's, uh, we're trying to go as fast as we can to be in a position to, to take advantage of those high prices. Now we, that may not happen. Um, events may pass us by, uh, you know, lots of things can go wrong, but if we're successful and, um, you know, you can mine two or 300,000 tons a year, it can make a lot of money. So, uh, that's even if your mining cost is, or your, your operating cost, including the GNA and everything is, is 250 or $300 a ton. There's still margin there. Yes. Yes. There's a lot, lots of margin. And, uh, uh, your, your take on five or six years of elevated lithium prices, is that, um, uh, based on the, the thesis that the cure for high prices is high prices. Yeah. You know, I, what I see is, 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 uh, a couple things. Um, one, it, you know, the, uh, a lot of the major mining and trading companies are aggressively pushing into lithium and, um, you know, people like, you know, Rio Tinto and, you know, Glencore and, you know, people of that ilk, uh, the trading companies. So, uh, the reason I think is that they, they see, you know, margins in that business. Otherwise, why get into it? So that tells me something. Um, and then the second is, um, you know, a certain amount of supply that's forecast to come on, um, is coming from, uh, things like, you know, uh, DLE, um, clays, um, types of deposits that, um, you know, most likely will be ultimately, um, able to be, um, you know, put into commercial production, but might take longer than people think because of the, the processes relatively unproven. And then the other, the third thing is, uh, you know, just the, the difficulties and timelines of putting mines into production always takes longer than people think. So I think if you, you know, that's, uh, that's on the supply side on the demand side, you know, if you go back a few years now, the, the demand for EVs and, the, and um, you know, the resultant demand for the critical metals seems to be stronger than people anticipate generally. So, you know, China, uh, EU, US now all seem to be on board. So, um, you know, those are pretty compelling factors. So, again, I always say to the guys, you know, we any any commodity as a junior miner, you know, you're you're you're, you're facing the risk that you know, the, those commodities could take a nosedive. Uh, you, you have to make your best guess. And, um, you know, we like we like the lithium space right now because, um, you know, it, there, there seems to be a, a you know, a, a strong global dynamic happening um, that, you know, we're able to potentially um, take advantage of. I totally agree. Um, and when it comes to things like lithium clays, I, I, I don't think there are any in production at the moment. And so there's a kind of a, there's a technology leap that needs to be done there. And, um, with the um, direct lithium extraction from the brines, again, there are question marks over kind of cost effectiveness. Yeah, and I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's a one size fits all for each of the deposits. So any particular deposit, um, you know, maybe the technical challenges may be overcome. And um, I'm certainly not qualified to to make the distinctions between the companies, but I would bet very heavily that not all the clays are going to come into production when the um, companies say they will. Yeah, absolutely. Can I ask how long have you been with with grid metals? Ah, uh, for since uh, 1997. That's a long time. weren't expecting that, were you? A long time, yeah. Um, my goodness. And um, 
that I mean that, that that's a very very long time with one company. So, I mean, you you say you know to to get the market capitalization to jump, uh, to kind of have that step change. It's through through um, defining economic resources, defining commercial deposits in the long history of of grid. How I'm just kind of trying to work out, you know, what signal you can give to the market that this time it's kind of it's happening and it's happening quickly. I won't say it's happening quickly, but I I, I think it's happening. You know, on the lithium side, I mean, that's it's something new. Um, we we uh, got the claim the, the the major major claim block that we have in Manitoba from the Tanko mine um, back in 2016 before lithium got got going. We kind of waited to see that um, you know the lithium dynamics looked real, and and you know we we uh, we were just able to start drilling. We had you know some issues to resolve with the. Um, the First Nations and, and getting an exploration agreement that took a bit of time while we were working in Ontario on palladium, and so um, you know now uh, it's you know we're you know we're actively uh, working on the lithium project, and um, you know we 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 just think it 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 stacks up pretty well in terms of uh, some of its attributes that are a bit unique um, compared to other projects i.e. in particular good grade and potentially being able to put in production quickly and you know it's the most consistent um uh you know drilling we've ever done where you drill in an area and you get you know you hit the hit your target every time so you know that's that's i haven't seen that before so you know that um you know in, in terms of you know grids history and we started off being as a company mustang minerals you know we went through some iterations and we're very close to putting our 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 nickel deposit uh, into production um, in 2008. We were actually at the feasibility study stage, and then you know the the price of nickel crashed and it went to four dollars. So, you know, rather than uh, refocus the company on um, you know uh, cannabis or the internet, we 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 um, we were patient and um, you know came back when the cycle uh, you know started to pick up, and and um, you know we we refinanced and 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 are back. You know, working in 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 the same area in Manitoba that we've that we've been for you know since two thousand and five. Really, we've been active there. So the you're the one thing, you're, yeah, sorry. you're a survivor. I'm, I yes, we've survived. That's right. Um, and that, let's that's talk and about I, the, the the other thing sorry, too is I've got you know I've, I've I've been through the you know been through some cycles here so. Um, you know, I've I've got, had a lot of years in the exploration business, so um, that's been useful. Um, I like to think I've learned something. Uh, I, I like to think I'm still learning, and uh, you know, I think that's really important because it's a very dynamic industry, um, and you know, you don't want to get you know overconfident in your skills, right? So um, that's. But you know, we're we've got a good team now too. That's the other thing. We we I think you inter- interviewed Dave Peck before. Dave's got a lot of uh, experience in in nickel and base metals, and Kerry Galischuk um, has got a lot of experience in uh, in the lithium field. Uh, so we've we've got a good team, and then we have a good local team as well. So we have geologists and 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 staff, and a facility, um, and we know the prospectors in in Southeast Manitoba. So we're really, although I'm in Toronto, we're a very local company in Southeast Manitoba, and and so we're focused on you know that area in particular yeah no I, I i certainly enjoyed speaking to dave when i um when i went through the technical side of things um let's quickly talk about the 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 nickel side of the business sure um from your marketing materials i can see that you're preparing this this um 
uh, a new mineral resource estimate. Yes. Just, um, can you give me an update on where things have got to and, and what the plan is for the rest of the year? Yeah, we're, we're in the final throes of, uh, um, you know, being able to publish a, a mineral uh, a resource on, um, it'll be the Macqua and Mavel uh, and uh, uh, combined project. So, um, you know, it's at the consultants and, and uh, you know, we're back and forth now as to, um, you know, vetting what, uh, what the number is going to be. Um, but, you know, we're optimistic that we're going to have a, an increased uh, resource and um, one that we're still going to be able to uh, keep uh, expanding. I mean, I, I, I see that you've drilled below Macqua and you've kind of done a bit yep. of drilling at, I mean, how much new drilling is being added into the resource base? Uh, there'll be um, about uh, 18 holes, roughly. Yeah. Um, yep. And then um, will that be accompanied by a new uh, PEA? Because I think the last one dates back. Yeah, uh, it dates to quite, quite a long time. You know, I think that that's going to be contingent on, on the final resource numbers. So just to give you uh, you know our, a sense of our thinking, to what we think in terms of a target model for a globally relevant uh, nickel resource is you need about two hundred thousand tons of contained nickel in the resource, and you know right now we have about a hundred thousand tons of nickel and roughly one hundred and fifty thousand tons of copper, and roughly three hundred thousand ounces of PGMs. So, you know. The way the the path that we see to developing these projects uh, is, is at some point you bring in a strategic investor uh, to help fund a, a feasibility study, which can be you know ten to twenty million dollars. They want to see a certain scale of projects. So if we see ourselves, um, you know, significantly increasing the resource and getting close to the, you know, where we think we can um, dramatically increase the the size of the deposit. Then the scale of the project's going to increase, and it would make sense to do more drilling and try to hit our target before we do a um, a, a new PEA. So that is is up in the air. Um, we're we're doing a lot of work on it, so you know we we're going to be in a position to do it, but I'm not sure that we will uh, ultimately do that. But you know we'll hope to have the resource, you know, fairly soon, and, and by that I mean within you know a couple months at the latest. And, and and publish that and then and go from there and explain what we're doing um, either way. So um, let's say Q2 for the resource and um, that will inform whether you feel you've got a shot at that, what you described as yeah. being a globally relevant resource. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I think, I think globally relevant, I mean, it's not going to be, a, you know, the it's not going to be like a, a, a deposit that, that – uh, fits for a, a major, you know, because uh, they're looking for, you know, something that's 20 million tons of 2% nickel, right? Something roughly. Um, but there's not a lot of kind of medium size, I'll call them medium size, 200,000 contained tons of nickel with the uh, good NSR grades. So I'm talking NSR grades between, you know, 60 and $80 US um, per ton. Um, there's, there's, a number of projects that have, you know, billion tons of 20 or $30 rock. And, and there's, you know, a few, a very few smaller projects that have a higher NSR value, but something in the middle that, that's got moderate grade, um, good metallurgy, um, you know, a long, long mine life. That's what we're looking for. 
Good. Well, it sounds as if I should um, sit down with Dave once um, the the mineral resource comes out on, um, in fact, both the lithium and on um, that's uh, right and on the nickel, uh, yep. the nickel, copper, and PGMs. That's right. Um, and w- are you speaking? Are you doing any marketing? Did you, did you go head over to Vancouver for the VRIC or? Um, we didn't. We didn't do the VRIC conference uh, this year due due to some conflicts. Um, but you know, we're we're doing a number of. Uh, uh, Minds of Money events and um, a benchmark uh, a conference and you know some things. So we have a fairly active schedule for the next uh, few months. Yeah. What's what's the liquidity like in in, in grid and, and what what what's the feedback coming to you, coming to you from? You know, what are your investors looking for more of apart from great results? Uh, they all do. Yeah, I mean the the liquidity is getting better. Um, you know, what we're trying to do is uh, explain to people where we're trying to go, you know, what we have and where we're going. And um, so I think, you know, that's the key, um, you know, message for us is to get out, you know, that that we think that we can, um, you know, make a mine out of what we're doing in, in, in both the lithium and the nickel. And the lithium is kind of new to people. And, you know, there's there's there's, you know, dozens of companies with lithium projects and, you know, we're going to do this and that. And, and, um, you know, so it's a crowded field. So, um, you know, we think as we, uh, you know, put together a quality resource and differentiate ourselves and have a consistent message that, that, you know, people will start to clue in that, you know, I always say to people, if you look at somebody like, you know, Core Lithium, they got a $2 billion market cap. They've got 7 million tons at about 1.3%. Some of that's pit, some of it's underground. Could we have a seven, you know, million ton resource at one point three percent after this resource? It's possible. So they mine you know, it? Did, you know, didn't, isn't their focus? Let, let's we'll we'll get a resource and we'll mine it. I'm I'm not sure that that's what your uh, mo is. It hasn't been for well, well, but it, years. well, but you know, you got to have something to mine, right? So um, we're 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 doing we're putting in a, a, a permit for a, a to do bulk mining by the end of this year. And then after that, we will we will go and get a permit to apply for a permit for mining. So whether it's us mining it or somebody else mining it, um, if if you got a project that that can be mined, then you you know you got to mine it or somebody else does. So that's what we're trying to do. So um, you know we're not just trying to drill off a resource to say hey we got a resource. People are looking for the people are looking for uh, lithium resources. They're looking for offtake. And 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 they're going to be in demand um, if if we can put together a, a quality resource. So that's that's job number one. We're trying to get that done as soon as possible. And job number two, of course, is is looking at um, monetization strategies. And presumably, you look you'll you'll look at all opportunities or all all offers, whether that's yeah, and I've always believed, interest or that's right. strategic partner or full out, outright sale. That's right. I mean, whatever makes the shareholders money, right? Yeah, Robin. Thank you very much. Um, I know we said we'd only speak for about 15 or 20 minutes, but we've packed more into it. Thank you, Merlin. It's been my pleasure. Yeah. Good luck. Speak to you again soon. You bet. Bye for now.